Hi guys and welcome back to Your Pretty for a Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Iman. And I'm Saba. And I'm really excited to do this one because this one I just want it to be really candid about what's going on and I think that I don't know about you Saba but it's been really difficult to have conversations with anything else apart from COVID now not that I want to go into like COVID-19 and the science behind it and like all the ins and outs of it but I just like want to just talk about mentally how we're doing and just kind of away from the news and away from from the facts and the figures that are being fed to us and all that kind of thing and I just want to speak to you as a friend and I think that you know we've got we've got so many new listeners as well um and I kind of want people to just to get to know us but get to know us in like a real way and 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 kind of understand our struggles that we're going through that's that that are universal at the moment um yeah so I agree yeah I think I mean so for me personally what's going on right now is I was supposed to go to Spain um and I was on the phone oh my god I was on the phone to Sabah I've been planning this trip for I mean not that long but I've been planning it for a few weeks and I am due to go this weekend and I'm not even kidding I went to Oxford Street so if anyone doesn't know Oxford Street it's a shopping um it's like one of the most famous shopping streets in London and I got out the train station Sabah I got wait you got the train no, because I was somewhere else. I had to go get my lashes done. Because obviously, as a woman, we have so much prep. We've got money. You, you got, got to pedi, prepare for the trip. Money, pedi, wait, wait, lashes, wax, everything. Is this the first? Sorry to cut you off, but is this the first time you got the train since everything's no, been no, no? I've got the train before. You know, how does it feel when you get on? Oh, I, how how has it felt? Actually, Do you get anxious? No. Not anymore. Okay, that's surprising. Not anymore. I I preferred before I got on the bus before I got on the train, and I prefer that was like your first. I thing, preferred yeah. getting on the bus because the bus, um, I mean they weren't that packed at the time, and I was able to just quickly get on, not touch a thing, or a, I mean I never touched poles and stuff anyway, but like I was just able to quickly get on and quickly get off, and it was just I could see the air, I could see the ground. Whereas, yeah, there's more comfort being able to look outside. It feels less yeah. claustrophobic. Like, the windows are open and just, do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. I've gotten on the train a few times. Have you got on a public transport? I've got on like National Rail. I went to um, Reading okay, for a week. Yeah, I remember. Um, stay with my cousin. And I got on the train and we got the last train um and it was like middle of the night um so there was like barely anyone on there um well on the way back I had to get the tube for a very long for sorry a very short journey and I was honestly sweating like I was so anxious I'm already quite an anxious person um but I was just really really aware of everything around me and I felt very claustrophobic even though it wasn't that packed and if you know the train um lines in London like Hammersmith and City and like Circle Line those are the newer trains so they're more like airy they're more open so it was obviously a lot better than getting on an older tube um, mate I got on the central still... line I got on the oh my Jet god Co. central line honestly <laughs> central line is central line gave me anxiety outside of Covid yeah. man I don't know how you're doing it within Covid horrible horrible <laughs> but um yeah, it's just weird being on the train. Yeah. It's honestly, it's. I'm, I'm glad things are getting back to somewhat a new normal. I want to say. I would say that it's still but... not as packed. No, definitely well, not. Tra- well, Especially if you're not going peak times. Yeah, I was just about to say I try not to travel peak times. So the times yeah. I have taken public transport haven't been peak times. If it is peak times, I would walk or I just get an Uber. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Uber done. has. Like I've had to create a separate budget and my like yeah honestly like, and everything Uber for Uber journeys it's so bad money like well, Uber got Uber good... is thriving within this time yeah like I've, I've actually got a really sick idea that maybe I'll discuss later on in the podcast but I've got a, I've got a really good business idea when it comes to okay when it okay. comes to the prices of different um uh private transport companies but we'll get into mm. that another day but anyway another day finish my story so i come out of the train station <laughs> now 
um, at Oxford Street after I get my lashes done. I'm ready to go to Zara. I'm ready to get my little one, two piece and this is that and the other. Why do I get a text from my airline saying, we're really sorry to inform you that your flight has been cancelled? No. No, 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 no. You can't be doing that. When were you supposed to fly out? When were you supposed to fly out, my love? In two days, my G. Less than 48 hours. They sent me a text. Bear in mind, okay, so I was supposed to go to Spain. Um, and if everyone is up to date here in the UK when it comes to the quarantine rules, Spain, when you come back, you have to quarantine for two weeks. So yeah, I've got people out there that I'm going to meet, but I was supposed to go with one of my really close friends and she now had to cancel her trip to Spain with me because she's got work as soon as she gets back and also she just want to be irresponsible. Da, da, da. So she changed her flight. So mm. she's now going to Amsterdam to go see one of our other friends. So I was like, okay, well, I want sun and sea, so I'm going to continue with my Spain trip. Yeah. Anyway, so when I got that, t- and she was with me, when I got that text, my heart dropped. I started crying. My eyelashes almost fell out. Like, oh, it was my just, God. It was just a big, fat mess. A big, fat mess. Um, and then I phoned them straight away, and it wasn't going through. And then I called my mom, and I was, and also my mom decided that she wanted to decorate because she's got. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, because <laughs> she's got a party this weekend, and I don't know why Arabs do this, but they just feel like they need to redecorate the whole house when people come over. Oh my so, god! Side so note, me decided... and Aman. Side note, side note, me and Aman, we actually we need to start a um, repurposing a furniture business and a painting business. Oh yeah, business. we repurposed all my furniture in my house. Honestly, we're sick. How yeah, did we sick. just in the, within sick. two days redo a whole flat? Yeah, literally. So that's been going on in my house. Only Lord knows why my mum said, you know what? I'm going to wait for Aman, yeah, three, four days before she's going on holiday. And you know what I'm going <laughs> to do? I'm going to redo the whole house. And not only did she redo the whole house, she, she's redoing the flooring, the paintwork, the everything. So it's not just like a little, oh, we're changing the sofa. No, 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 She's changing the whole thing just for a dinner party. Why these people are so extra like this? I will never know. Will it's I be called, like that? It's called Arab timing. It's called Arab timing, you man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Will I be like that when I'm older? Lord only knows. But yes. all I'm saying now is it's excessive. So anyway, yeah. so then I'm in Zara now and I'm sitting on a stool. I'm not even sitting on a chair. And I'm, um, I was on the phone to my dad and I was like, dad, what do I do? And then he was like, calm down go onto the email and have a look. I went onto the email and I was luckily able to find a space on an earlier flight for the same day. So I'm still going to go. Um, so I'm yeah. going to Spain in literally 24 hours, basically, just over 24 hours. Um, and you're still redoing the, you're still redoing your flight. Oh, oh, darling, of course. Of course. They're, the guy hasn't even finished. The, the, the man that's doing our floor, he's coming tomorrow morning. Oh, and also, guys, tomorrow is Eid. On top of it all. <laughs> so you got you got to go out for eat you got to do yes yes you got to do yes. packing you got to do yes. packing all of this eat uh redecorating everything oh i need to go get my money pedi i need to return something from it's just all a mess and you know what i blame covid i blame COVID. do you know what's funny COVID. go on do, like i feel like this time right we're trying to like no one's been able to go out basically we've had one big rest from like everyday routine and whatnot yeah but you need a holiday from this rest like you like we need a holiday (laughs) at the beginning yeah it was a restart it was rejuvenation everyone was just happy like we were like yep it's scary times but you know what let's take this time it was do you know what it was it was a shock to the system, but it was funny. Not funny, that's the wrong word, but it was just like, oh my God, like, <laughs> like what's going on? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it was just such a shock. But obviously, besides, you know, what's going on with the numbers and the people losing their lives and people getting really ill and I, I completely, you know, not, not taking away from that at all. But just personally for me in my own life and work, and I was just like, oh my God, like, I'm actually not going to work like physically going yeah, to it work it was like a this break is, this is crazy you know so um yeah it was it initially like for the first two weeks it was kind of trivial 
like mm. I was just FaceTiming everyone. I was on house party. I was doing Instagram live. Like oh, for people just... who don't know, not an actual house party. Iman was oh. practicing social distancing. Yeah, yeah, I was doing that. Like I was just doing stupidness, and then got over that. And then it was Ramadan. And then I said that. Oh my so... god, I forgot about that whole. I thing. say, I say that. You said so that really, white. really white. Oh no, yeah, no, like Ramadan. Ramadan. Can you yeah. celebrate Eid tomorrow? Well, what did oh, you yeah? say, Ramadan? <laughs> yes, Ramadan. <laughs> you say Ramadan. We say Ramadan. Ramadan. Yeah. Because you know Moroccans, we don't we don't pronounce our our vowels. Yeah, you swallow your vowels. Mm-hmm. We swallow our vowels. I so love it. Sh- though. We should say Ramadan and we say Ramadan. It's quick. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a a ten minute one. conversation I have with like my mom is so slow. Whereas you guys, it's like you've done it, done Two five minutes. minutes yeah, we ain't got time for that. We ain't got, we ain't got time. You got places out, to be. You got yeah, to go Spain. Out, you got to go Spain. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay, I love so, it. So what you know, as I said earlier, just kind of about candid conversations and just being real and being open and honest genuine like you know when people ask like how are you or they say like oh I hope you're okay but like genuine that how are you like how has it been has it been difficult in terms of the ups and downs for you how yeah I think do you know what I think with any um any time that we're given like a long period where we're at home and Mm within our own thoughts and like in a break from a everyday routine especially living in a city like London where it's so busy all the time and everything is switched on 24 7 and everyone's in a rush and you're on the tube the tube comes every two minutes and the bus comes every minute and like everyone has somewhere to be and then you finish work and you go out with your friends and it's non-stop Mm. and then everything froze and everyone had to kind of be at home with their families who they've not like been with for a long time like in one space interacting and or they're living alone and they have to like self-quarantine and be at home by themselves it just gave us all a moment I feel like it's like such a unifying experience where we all became kind of alone with our thoughts Mm. and we haven't ever had anything like this happen in our generation like mm. and being what in our parents going from either. yeah and going from an extreme like you know switched on all the time busy lifestyle to mm. a complete silence and a complete stop it's it takes a really big flying as well yeah it's it's a really big change and i think for me the most difficult part of quarantine has been like really facing myself and facing what I want to do with my life and having like such a break it makes you think about all the time that you have been spending Mm. and been useful of it what hasn't been it makes you question everything basically like Mm. I've been so worried about all the time I've wasted because now I have this extra time and I'm like I can't do what I want to do but even when I did have that time, I wasn't doing those things. Mm. And it's like, it kind of makes you go in a place of like, um, you start criticizing yourself a lot. And I think that, you know, it's not a nice place to be in, especially when you're worrying about your health and the health of your loved ones around you. And yeah. you can't see your friends and you can't see your family. And you're very alone it's a like a very lonely kind of experience that and you're Mm. being self-critical on top it's just all a recipe for disaster and yeah it's just I think as humans uh, I'm a very introverted person I can be extroverted at times but I always do need to take a break when I've been you know switched on for too long um but it's really made me grateful for like my friendships and grateful like for like just going out for brunch and going out for coffees and meeting people and stuff like that like I didn't realize like how I always knew it was important to me but how important it was for my mental health I always thought that it was something that I could kind of if I'm going through something it's something I can kind of navigate on my own but I didn't realize like that 
kind of social interaction was so therapeutic for me friends are basically therapists like and we don't even realize yeah. that we, we don't realize how how much like how how much of a social being we are as humans and how much we rely on social interactions mm. like as you said you know you consider yourself as an introvert sometimes I wouldn't say I'm an introvert but I would say that sometimes I can be shy yeah yeah um so or maybe like a confident introvert I don't know which one maybe I am, an ambivert but... which is like in between the two yeah it, it depends on I think it I don't know what it depends on but it does sometimes I can feel it and sometimes I can't feel it yeah um, that anxiety when I'm meeting new people or I'm in a new environment or whatever it might be and I think that you're so right that even though I may have those moments I didn't realize how much I craved mm-hmm. them until I didn't have them yeah yeah you know and I think that for a long time everyone was like oh I'm never gonna miss a motive again I'm never not gonna go to something again I'm always gonna say yes to everything <laughs> again and then things started happening and I was like bro I'm tired I can't go out today. yeah yeah so it's 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 just a funny it's a funny paradox really and I think that I'm the same as you I've I've had my ups and I've had my I've had my real ups and I've had my real real downs yeah during this time um where I'm just crying yeah out of nowhere yeah you know and just just feeling so completely overwhelmed and just watching the news and just seeing how I, I mean I, you know when I was first looking at numbers and stuff I was horrified I know I was absolutely horrified and I was I was petrified as well I was so scared even now I'm not gonna lie to you I'm actually a bit scared to go to the airport of course like, I, I, I would be um, as well I'm scared to like I don't know what it's going to be like getting on a plane and like up to the point where usually I'll take like hand luggage I bought extra luggage to make sure that I've literally got like the tiniest bag that's just going to stay on mm. me so that I don't have to touch excess yeah. stuff so I don't have to touch like on top of me or you know I'm going to have like a pack of gloves with me that I can use for the seatbelt and obviously I'm going to hand sanitize everything and just it's it's scary because I'm going to another country. I'm not coming to here where I know the health system, where I know, like, obviously, I've got my travel insurance. I've got my e-hit card. I've got, I'm, I'm set, like, I'm quite responsible in that way anyway. I would never go somewhere without all of those things. But I'm still, you know, really, really wary. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just, I feel that fear coming again and I tried so hard to suppress it and I tried so hard to get rid of it and it's that that kind of it's been instilled in us through every single media outlet which is why I stopped watching the news probably about a month a month and a half ago now because it was just wreaking havoc I'm 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 on the balcony and I'm crying do you know what I mean and it was just it was getting too much I live with my family um it just seeing them all the time and not having my own proper space and just getting at each other's throats and fasting together all the time and just staying with each other and having to do zoom calls from my room and someone shouting in the living room and the wi-fi is not working properly and just do you know what i mean it's just one little little things that would have never annoyed me annoyed me to grand scales and it's it's really affected my mental health. Like I, I think we all need therapy. Honestly, I, I get to, that. And, and I think I I started reading a book called Reinventing Your Life, and I know I've gone on to you about this, Saba. But honestly, anyone that's listening, please read this book. When I they give you a test, like a questionnaire to do in the beginning. When I done the questionnaire and I found out what my life traps were, I had to put the book down and I had to go for a walk because it impacted me that much it was like a therapy session and I didn't realize how much I needed therapy Mm. and I I genuinely think that we all do because we need to start acknowledging why we act the way that we act why things annoy us the way that they annoy us why things trigger us in the way that they trigger us because they come from somewhere um and in this time where you're given you know greater mental space where you're given more time to think these are you can't help but think about these things you and I'm an over analyzer anyway and I'm the type of person where when I get stuck into something I almost get quite obsessed with yeah. it so if I have a project I just I can't sleep until I finish it if I have something to do I will not sleep until I finish it even if I tried to go to sleep I won't be able to sleep 
Or if I have something going on that's important the next day, I'll be up at 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah. And I might not have it till 6 p.m. Just that anxiety, like I can't, I can't rest. Mm. In Arabic, we say attach, like I can't attach properly because it's just that, that, that feeling that I have. And it's that same feeling of what I associate the same feeling with what's going on with COVID. And it's interesting because it wasn't until I read the book and I realised where some of my anxiety comes from or or where I think it may come from um, and try to connect the dots. And it's like, okay, so why have I always felt like I need to be obsessed with a certain project or obsessed with a certain idea until it's completed or, you know, super anxious? Or, for example, if I've got a job the next day, I will not sleep, like a new job, for example. Or anything, like, I just, I genuinely can't. My mind just is a block. And that feeling is the same feeling that I felt when it comes to COVID. And it's interesting because this time has brought those feelings to light and has has made me familiar with those feelings and thought, hold on, I felt this before. I feel this in these types of scenarios. Where is the link here? Mm. What's happening that's similar to that? Um, so mentally, it's been difficult because it's just, it's made me have to deal with things that I never thought that I would have to deal with or never thought that were important enough to deal with. And I, I can... And I think that... And I think that often as well, people think that therapy is such an American thing. Like, oh my God, no. like, you know, are you in, do you live in California? <laughs> but it's just like, <laughs> but it's just like, no, like we, we do need to acknowledge I think, these issues that we're all harboring. I think people need to differentiate the difference between having a therapist and having like a psychologist. Because a psychologist yeah. will like diagnose you if you're like, I don't know, if, uh, and I might be wrong here, so don't take my word for it, but it's more like um, if you have like a, you know, bipolar disorder or, or if you're suffering or, or if you're like, you know, suffering from um, a mental health problem that I would say is above anxiety, right? Um, whereas yeah. I feel like, especially living in such a, you know, busy city, um, we all have some form of anxiety, whether it's like fully, you know, um, and some form of trauma, some as well, form of like... trauma, and some form of anxiety. Like, especially being people of color as well, and being women, yeah. like um, we carry we carry a lot. I think um, with us being Muslim, being women of color, like there's a lot of um, labels and a lot of uh, things that we have to face within. Um, regular society and then within our own communities things that we have to face and then Mm. balancing the two that creates a lot of um a lot of room for guilt a lot of room for um feeling inadequate a lot of room for well in my case anyway these are like you know my own (laughs) like feelings but yeah it it, it leaves room for a lot of things to go like kind of untreated and it leaves us kind of becoming overthinkers without realizing and so with my case anyway like whatever I do I feel like I'm a representation of my uh you know my culture because I carry my ethnicity like you can see who I am so I'm always Mm. like questioning when I'm in spaces like I have to be the best representation of that so that people don't Mm. you know uh, uh, don't treat me up in another in another way you know so I can be treated Mm. normally Mm. and I I don't get a bad reputation for my culture or whatever so just even little things like that it's so yeah. difficult to carry around and I know a lot of women who are from similar backgrounds to us who carry that same kind of struggle so seeing mm. a therapist it's so so important like to kind of dissect that and show see how like you can take these um you know things that you deem as problems and actually turn them into strengths and that's how they can help you yeah absolutely and I think like with this whole situation with COVID and stuff we're like being forced to you know we're being forced to look at ourselves and see ourselves and we might start to nitpick these qualities and we might you know being Mm. more at home and being more with we start to have conversations and you start to see like you know you come from different generations and you know my parents uh, you know grew up in a different time to me and in a different country to me and we're going to have disagreements and it's going to be open for like inevitable arguments and stuff like that and so it's like another factor of, course, of stress yeah. 
And I don't... Yeah. I think, honestly, after this whole time, I think everyone is going to be carrying something that's going to affect them. And therapy mm. is so, so important um, to just understand yeah. yourself better and how you can... All these little things that you carry within yourself that you don't realise are, like... Um, you know affecting you they don't pile up and they don't explode in other areas of your life where you might become you know mm. uh, you might it, it might become your anxiety it might manifest into other problems um and so it, going therapy like kind of unpacks that and it like makes you yeah. realize how you can navigate that better so you can live your life <laughs> more authentically more aware, and more, more authentically and without stress and I just think, yeah, yeah, I think especially within our culture, it's such yeah. mental health is so tabooed. And usually they oh they God, just throw so in tabooed. like, oh, you're feeling, you know, you're not feeling good. You're feeling anxious. You're feeling depressed. You're feeling sad. You're feeling this. Pray on it. And while, yeah. while prayer and while religion are, you know, wonderful tools to help you, you know, gain a sense of calm and gain, you know, more clarity, yeah, a it's a short term solution yeah. for that moment, which is yeah. great. But like, you're not like, okay, go speak to God, that's fine. But you're not getting an answer back in the way that you need to, to help you progress to kind of put it. In... Yeah, but mental health should be should be exactly taken if on you, the same level as physical. If you health, break your you leg, break your leg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you break your leg, you're gonna go see a doctor, and he's gonna diagnose yeah. you and help you. Just like if you're not feeling right in yourself and your mind in the way you are, yeah, you need to go. To you need doctor. to go to a doctor. Exactly. Um, Absolutely. So I think it needs. To it's be, question. Yeah. If you could do this period again would you and why um I would do it differently no I wouldn't do it differently actually I think yeah I would do it again I would go through like quarantine again and all of this stuff I think it I needed this and I, mm. I, I feel like it sounds kind of it's so stupid for me from me from my place of privilege to be like oh I needed this when there are people out there who are yeah. actually suffering yeah, dying, and it's yeah. like such yeah. a first world problem right now talking yeah. about this but in terms of like I needed it in the sense that I kind of had to have this like time to look at myself and mm. really dig deep and be self-critical I didn't I'm not I'm not self-critical in the right ways I think but it's still really important to do that to do that self-reflection and realize exactly what I want and it's like helped me know kind of the direction I want to start pursuing within my career and within my life choices and things like that it's made me understand my parents in a different way mm. in terms of I now respect their views and a lot of things and I've come to terms with the fact that we might not share certain views and that's okay and to always yeah. say what I think but also be very observant and listen to what they have to say as well and not be so quick to shut them down and I feel like now we almost have a relationship where it's like a lot more adult and we yes. have a back and forth we debate and like I spend a lot I, you know I've been creating with my dad we do art together like we paint together we discuss politics together I never had a relationship with my dad to that extent and mm. this time has really like opened the door to create that and it's been really mm. great and especially with my mum I've, I've been cooking with my mum learning all the recipes from my Persian culture and my Iraqi culture and like bringing those two cultures together learning about my family history about you know how I came to this country and where I was born and like my grandparents story of you know their exile to Iran and all of this stuff that I never kind of um that had the time to sit down and really unpack and learn and I just have mm. learned a lot about that kind of stuff and also like oddly enough reconnecting more with my family abroad or over zoom calls and stuff like that because everyone's kind of scared they've been more um quick to be in touch mm. 
and create mm-hmm. that time for each other and so mm-hmm. there's yeah I would do it again but I think I would um be less critical or less critical in the bad ways um and be more be more motivated to create changes in a positive way yeah I think I think that I I found myself nodding to a lot of what you were saying I mm. think that I would do this period again um I think that it's, it's why I said mm, was because I feel like <laughs> I've I've had or I've connected with my mum and my sister in a way I've never connected with them before um I feel like there's there's a different I mean obviously I've always respected them but there's a different level of respect now. There's an adult level of respect. Exactly. Um, we can have conversations without judgment and we've learned to listen, you know. Well, I'm kind of getting there with my sister, but we've learned to just kind of sit down and just, okay, that's how you feel. That's your reasoning for it. Let's actually listen to one another, take that information and and act on it with thought as opposed to just quickly being so defensive which is what I used to do as well I just used to think that everyone just was not attacking me but I I would get defensive sometimes yeah because I felt like you know what I did Mm. I felt like I was misunderstood um yeah it's just again it's same as you it's just kind of understanding from people's different viewpoints which I always took into consideration anyway and I would never hurt someone's feelings intentionally but sometimes when I would have conversations with my family and my friends and beyond sorry about that noise by the way I live in central London so <laughs> um we're still recording from home because of COVID yeah, man from home because of COVID um yeah so I feel like it's it's been such a nice time to just reconnect with myself and with the people around yeah. me and the people that I live with the people that I directly and indirectly affect whether that be work colleagues whether that be you know neighbors family friends whatever it might be business partners whatever it might be so it's been yeah I would do this again too I would obviously yeah I, I don't I I don't mean that selfishly because obviously I understand yeah no I know what's going on it's a pandemic there's people that have lost their loved ones as I you know not not taking that away but just for me in terms of my own self-development and selfishly and first world problems I feel like I did need this time mentally um and yeah I would I would do it what would you do differently what would I do differently um I if if I could go back and if I had like myself as a guardian angel on top of me in the beginning I would just say like it's really going to be okay like don't be so self-critical on yourself um I think Mm. that I was the same as you I was so self-critical still am but I was so self-critical but in a really bad 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 way which is why I was feeling so low because I felt like you know Sabah knows a lot of what's going on in my life but you know I had a lot of stuff in the pipeline I had things that were going to happen I had you know contracts and things that I thought wow my life is really going to change and job opportunities and business ventures and then suddenly click your fingers and it's like no do you know what I mean So I had completely different plans for the summer. I planned to move away from this country for um, a few months as well and try living somewhere else. And it was like, it was my dream place to go and move to. And just having, having that, that false hope, you know, having that hope taken away from you, I didn't realize how much it would mentally affect me. And it did. And I realized that I placed so much of my happiness in those things and I guess that's normal because I've been working towards them for the past few years so it's not like you know this is just a small one month short-term thing this is something that I've been working on and where I got my break and I was so close to getting what I've been working so hard to achieve was just a ma- what it, it, what it felt like was a massive slap in the face. But then I guess that's just one of my life tests because it yeah. means you know don't hold value on things that can be taken away from you in a second, on things that 
can be temporary and things that might not exist the next day um so it took me a lot of healing and it took me a long time to get over that because it meant that I had to find solace in other things whether that be reconnecting with books again whether that be reconnecting with my family again with genuinely just doing the things and the hobbies that I love and you know when I feel... you remove all the frills and the restaurants and the holidays and the yeah. nice outfits and the this when you remove all of that excess buffer all you've got is yourself it becomes so real it becomes so, so real, real so real and now even down to little things like if you had come to me pre-covid I would have never met you without makeup never mm. now I prefer myself without makeup mm. I prefer myself without makeup because I love but it's makeup, your new but... normal oh yeah I can I can go on a date without any makeup on and not feel any type of way if you would have told me that in the beginning of the year I would have laughed in your face yeah I would have laughed in your face so it's just like I mean as I said like it's such a small thing and it's so insignificant in comparison to what's going on but even those little things like being able to walk out without makeup took a long time and I've wanted to be able to have that confidence Mm. you know even down to little things like you know drinking more water and getting my skin right where I'm able to do that stuff like that having the opportunity and the time to let my skin breathe to get a proper routine to get a you know these are the things that I never had time to do and that yeah they would would affect my my insecurities honestly I've like started to try and like change my diet and like eat healthily and like take more vitamins boost my immune system things that I really neglected when you're living a fast-paced lifestyle and like just trying to get to the next thing you neglect things like your skincare you neglect things like your Mm. diet you don't care about like you're not conscious of your immune system because we're right now everyone's trying to boost their immune system so they you know don't catch this thing so like things like that like really makes you more um it pushes you to do more like I've started to do yoga now which you know Mm. I've actually stuck to as like a routine which I never like had the time to do before and even like like you were saying about like I remember how exciting it was just before covid for you and all the great things that you had that were coming up and then for it to just kind of be put and I'm not going to say stop because it hasn't stopped it will come back but just to be on hold it's like so it's such a frustrating feeling because it's like almost like it was so close you know and Mm. for it to kind of uh, just be put on pause and everything to go upside down it's inevitable that you're gonna gonna feel self-critical yeah and I I had to replan the whole year I think the the like worst thing right now is like it's just we have to remember that we so, everyone is in this position. I, I got yeah. let go from my job like that I was working in and I, I just you know I got to a point where I was like okay I don't have I don't have a job now I really got and I wasn't even working in something that was you know my career goal aspiration but mm. It's still like having that kind of taken away that kind of safety blanket it, it was yeah. just a bit of like a, a big shock so yeah. Yeah. reevaluating that and it's an experience that we're all in right now and from this moment on everyone's going to be looking at this as the point of change it's going to be pre-covid how it was and post-covid like how things have become and I'd like to think that people have become more empathetic and more Mm. um you know just more in tune with their feelings and more vulnerable with their like emotions and like more confident to speak about how they're feeling mentally and be able to check in more with people but at the same time while I do say that I do I have noticed even within myself and other people around me like we can all become like we've all become a bit more socially awkward yeah we have we have and it's like like I'll get into an uber and I like I'm so like anxious being in, you know, uh, in a Based cab for else. the first time with a stranger uh, in yeah. like four months. I kind Who's of don't. you how you are, and you're like, 
I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Do you know what it is? I don't know how to do small talk anymore. It's either nothing or deep chats about like uh, this, basically, or about Black Lives Matter, what happened, or what's (laughs) or Iman's many conspiracy theories about Hollywood. (laughs) Like (laughs) Hollywood. There's no um, episode coming up, by the way, guys. Hollywood, Pizzagate, conspiracy theories. It's coming. yeah and so it's just it's really it's a really weird weird time but it's a really unifying time as well and well do you just check in with people man check in with people could you could you ever accept going forward so when you like get a new job would you ever accept working inverted commas normally in your future job contracts so would you expect them to include some kind of remote working and would you prefer remote working? I think. Or would you prefer an office? So I already do a lot of freelance um, at the moment. So I've so you do been a lot used of to. Anyway. I do a lot from remote, but what I'm always and have always been used to when I'm doing a project that is from you know from home, I usually go to a cafe and I work because I can't be within my space like and work because I get distracted. And I, you know, also end it's up. nice to have a difference in one thing exactly. I like to I've separate the working, two. Working from like you know, b- b- pre-COVID, coming home was that, and I work, I do a lot of remote working as well. And coming home was like it, coming home is a refuge. Coming home is where yeah. I feel. Yeah, I mean, they coming say home is where I eat, where I watch TV, where I pig out, where I can just and not, lounge around and not do work so the fact exactly. that I had to make use of my comfortable space and my and my space where it was just like my complete chill out zone and I had to make that into a desk was so I didn't I don't have a desk in my house because I don't mm. work here at all I don't like working here everything in in anyone who has been to my house will tell you my house is very very comfortable and we, the we, we have place. that we we have that deliberately because we just want everyone to come just chill my house is the doors always open so anyone comes in everyone and anyone and we just chill out do you know what I mean mm. so to completely revamp that space I started almost hating my own space this space yeah. that I made to be as comfortable as possible to release all of my stresses has now become the place where I put all of my stresses it was really difficult I mean really really difficult it's and I completely agree with you like it's also like a thing I was reading the other day where you're not supposed to work where you sleep like yeah you never work in your room because that is supposed to be the place for having a tv you're not yeah and you're not supposed to be stressed in your room because that's where you sleep because when you're going to bed and you're closing your eyes you're trying to get into that state of going to sleep your yeah, yeah. mind is going to be at on work because this is where you're working basically so you're yeah, supposed yeah. to separate the two because otherwise that's gonna you know that's gonna be the reason for your lack of sleep yeah yeah no i completely agree with you Not- i just quickly wanted to also um touch up on something else that mm. i i was watching uh oh, i can't remember if it was sky news or itv but it was one of the two <laughs> they were talking to the Bengali community, um, some some of the members from the Bengali community um, within the area of Whitechapel, um, mm. which is an area near East London, if anyone doesn't know. Um, and it was interesting because they had second and third generation, like teens, adolescents and young adults. And I didn't actually think about all of the burdens that's placed on people like us so like young POCs who have to relay information from the government to our elders who Mm. might not speak English that language barrier do you know how much pressure that is yeah to relate the information correctly to our elders and for like even and trying to enforce things like social distancing and explain things explain what the virus is why we can't go yeah. to friday you know, prayers why yeah, you can't listen, do this that. you know about auntie yeah she was like why can you not come and see me yeah yeah why can you not come and see me just come it's fine just come and give me a hug just come and see me no no mm-hmm. i can't even my dad i didn't want to go see my dad my dad's 
you know he's a bit older he suffers from different health conditions he's just not understanding that i cannot come and see you and my dad is very intelligent very intelligent, and he speaks fluent english and fluent french and fluent arabic but with this, we've spoken guy, about this before yeah. where where like our struggles like in terms of uh, like in, in terms of being poc our struggles are so separate from this like we because we suffered war we suffered so much so much out there um that something like this covid trivial yeah yeah it's trivial so it's like oh like I used to travel when bombs were flying about to go see yeah. my to yeah, set, go my see dad, my grandma. Yeah, like my you can come say me, hello to me. Yeah, my dad said to me, you know, you lot are just you lot are at home. You're you're safe. You're this. You guys. I used to go to school with no shoes. When I used to get hungry, I used to put sugar in bread and eat just sugar and bread and just and it's just like okay, cool. When you put it into perspective like that, okay, I get it you know mm. but please like this is what the government is telling us this is what's happening this is the situation and now i have to i mean my dad he's a separate case but for for other people in my community that don't speak english they're just not understanding it so i've got another friend her grandma um doesn't speak that much english and she lives like literally two roads away from her and they go to her house every sunday and they see each other at least once twice a week Mm. she was so offended when she didn't want to go to her grandma's house like her grandma was just like in she was literally crying because she was like i don't understand why you could just can't come and see me like that you know the government aren't gonna know no one's gonna find out what's wrong with you just calm just like they just don't understand it and i think that the burdens on us as kids who do understand and are trying to relate that information in a way that's digestible for them is so incredibly difficult and the pressures that we have because imagine we we listen to to our elders and go against what the government recommends to us and tells us to do either legally or illegally Mm. imagine imagine that compromises the health of the people that we're around then we are responsible how is that you won't ever be able to forgive yourself pardon exactly you won't ever be able to forgive yourself never never and i think it's interesting because i i didn't think of that Mm. it's just something it's something that we just deal with i just i didn't think that it was a thing but it's 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 crazy because i've it's kind of what we me and sabo were discussing um the other day just about kind of internally gaslighting yourself and it's almost like we've gaslighted ourselves into thinking that no that's fine yeah no that's normal yeah no I don't I don't put pressures on myself and there's no pressures on me and yeah I have those feelings but yeah no they're normal they're fine they're nothing they're, everything's you know okay I mean? it's all okay it's all okay e- everything's okay this isn't it's real fine. this it's isn't real okay. it's all in my head no. but it is it's, real yeah, and it's a... yeah. oh no it's all in my head yeah me oh. me feeling really bad for going to see my auntie but she's hating me because she feels like I'm not going to see her because I don't want to go see her and this that and the other and it's like oh no yeah. but that's normal it's all in my head I'm not thinking about it actually no it's a real issue POC cultures like our communities we're very very big on having family gatherings and not just like small family like massive family gatherings if you have a big family in the country around you you are all going to come together and especially in a time where we had Eid we had Ramadan we have another Eid this weekend like like we have a lot of um, it's hard yeah and it's summer like barbecues and things like that birthdays all of that we all come together even friday prayers we collect together like as like our religion in general like yeah. it's very very it's big all about on community yeah. very big on community and very big on family like so having that taken away from our elders it's so difficult then trying to explain why and trying to make them understand like hey i can't see you when they don't see it as a big thing they don't see it as like anything and it's like those are the ones that we're trying to protect in the first place because they're the most at risk it's all exactly exactly and it adds pressure to everyone it's horrible honestly but i feel like we are like luckily you know the cases are reducing and we're doing what we can what we you know the best we can I guess right now with everything and it makes me sad that like 
you know, some cities are going back down into lockdown and it's, you Girl, know. Girl, I might be stuck in Spain. <laughs> I do honestly, not know. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. But, it's the not yeah. knowing as well and the waiting and the kind of, I love how, sorry, can I just say, <laughs> yeah. because me and you live in the same building, we have the same sounds coming in. Oh, so everything I can hear, all the cars and that stupid motorcycle that he keeps revving. Yeah, rev. I don't know. I don't know. Who I don't understand. Can like who are you trying to impress? Babe, Everyone's Juliet at home. Is, your Juliet is is not going to be waiting. She's stuck Sweet. at home. She's quarantining, babes. Yeah, she's quarantining. Yeah, yeah. She's 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 she's, <laughs> she's yeah? not coming out. My God. Stop revving. Honestly, if there are any men out there listening to this who drive a motorcycle please, please don't rev don't please. rev your car it's not yeah. attractive don't just don't, don't do don't it rent, don't rent a bmw m4 and rev down knightsbridge because you know what no one cares it's eid this weekend oh don't my go god out. don't go don't calm down night. edra road i beg you i beg you please. i beg you just stay please. just this year stay stay at home just stay at home just don't don't come down from bradford and rev your engine i beg you <laughs> i beg you this is anyway. a PSA. I beg you, oh, don't do it. Yeah. On that note, I think it's been a really good episode to just kind of speak and just check in with just each other. Just to check in. Just to check in. And I think I think it's nice to have these conversations that we can actually record and we can look back on and people can listen in and just relate and just, you know, if you haven't had these conversations with your friends, you need to be having them because it's, it's good for yourself because it just means that you're not alone. Um, and... Yeah, I just, I think there's going to be a second wave. So I think that we need to start preparing for that mentally mm. and just kind of bracing ourselves for the idea that, okay, things might be going into lockdown again, but we've done it before. It was kind and of we've handled it. unknown. Yeah. We've handled it. We bodied it completely. And we know that it's going to be all right. We're all, we're all soldiers in this yeah, dunya. This just dunya, stay means, dunya means world. But yeah, you know, it's, it's just, we've got this. Yeah, so stay safe. Yourselves. Stay safe. Yeah. Look after your families. Yeah. Be checking in with your loved ones. And if you can't, if you don't want to check in because you, you know, are just not there mentally, don't check in. But that's okay as well. So, yeah, if you can, see a doctor. See a therapist. You know, so many resources online. Or get that book, Reinventing Your Life. You know what? I'm not into like self help books, but I am actually gonna no, read listen, it because no, 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 no. Amon doesn't stop raving book. about it. Listen, it's not a self help book. It's not. A, I'm not a Gary V type of gal. Yeah, I don't like motivational stuff telling me to get up out of bed at five o'clock in the morning. I hate all of that shit. All <laughs> of it. This is more of a psychologist book. Mm-hmm. It's, it's written by two psychologists. It tells you about your life. It's it's actual psychological testing. This is, you know, it's way more factual. But it's not. Well, I'm gonna come down a bit do. and take it from you. Okay, that's okay. gonna be my evening. Yeah. So. All yeah. right. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um. Yeah. As we just said, stay safe, stay alert, and I hope and, you enjoyed this episode. And message us on, you know, ways that you've been taking care of your mental health during this and time just and we'll share well. we'll share it on the yp at yp4 podcast on our instagram page and yeah, yeah. and thanks tune in next guys. time thanks for thank listening you. see you bye bye